morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Peace, family. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, Mike is too low, Malk. Oh, my bad. My fault? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yes, yes, y'all. We are here. And What's you good? don't stop. Somebody said, is this rhythm on Spotify? No, but it's in the description below. You can get the download to the intro track. Yes, below. yes, you can get the download. It's on SoundCloud. You go on SoundCloud, type in Black Cool, K-U. K-U, Black K-U. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to the people that's here. Shout out to the people that came in earlier when we were running our test. It was like 90 people in the chat. Yeah, we were doing... Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Some technical tests yeah. to run where we are. <clears throat> and uh, we're going we gonna to let this thing fly. Oh, peace to the donations already. Freddie P. Isaiah Bryant. We appreciate you oh, guys. Oh, man. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, How was your week? Uh, you always ask me that like you don't know. Yeah, I mean, what the people don't know. You know, no, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, week was great. Um, I got to read this piece to everyone. Let's continue to build the platform and donate the minimum $500 a week. I appreciate it, man. I'll be lit. I, I'm championing that cause, my man, letting it rip. Uh, the week was great as, as, as usual. Odyssey had a tough week. She had pink eye. <laughs> yeah, you know, at school. <laughs> I think it's called I Miss Home. That's just me. Uh, so we, um, you know, getting her through her first 
maybe full week of school. Yeah. Because last week was all syllabus. You know, they give mm-hmm. you the, the game plan of what the class is going to be. Now she's, she's buckled down. Yeah, I spoke to her. She's, she said she's doing good. Okay, that's what it's about. She's yeah. doing well. I'm here. I'm doing well. You're doing well. Yeah. Shout out to the family. I don't know if y'all know what's going on in these streets, though. What's good? But uh, I just got word that we 832. Oh, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, uh, for context... Uh, we got an email earlier this week. We got notified that yeah, yeah. the Urban X podcast on Apple Podcasts on Apple Podcasts is ranked is ranked eight thirty two eight thirty two in the Urban News News yeah. sector. Not eight thirty three. Not eight thirty three. We can't relate to y'all. We can't relate to y'all. If y'all eight thirty three below below that, we can't relate to y'all. We, you know we can't saying? relate to y'all. Feel me? So we at eight thirty two. Feel me? With a bullet. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we 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 on our way up. We, we on our way up. Soon Feel y'all me? not gonna be able to talk to us. We gonna be unapproachable. Don't have me get to eight thirty one. Don't have oh, don't have me get to eight thirty. <laughs> if I go to eight thirty on y'all, bro, bro, no. But uh, we appreciate, and that is a direct result. Definitely Of people commenting And rating us And, and rating us We appreciate you guys So with that being said Let's keep that going Let's keep that going Yes If you listen to us on the audio If you listen to us on Spotify All these other platforms um, Don't forget to comment Leave a rating Because that helps the podcast jump And it helps other people um, Discover us You know yes. what I mean? Yes Who don't know Who don't know us uh, Who we are And what it is that we do So thank you again we thank you. We appreciate. Let me drop a bomb for that. Yes, yeah. I did the claps. Yeah, that was that was why. Eight thirty two. I'm not even looking at the camera no more. I'm looking past the camera. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just way out there now. I'm too too famous for you. Too famous. That's a nice shirt you got on. Thank you. You can get this. Is it up yet? Uh, it's not up yet, but it will be up by tonight. I bet. And tell you what we're gonna do for the people. Since it's not up. Since, since we messed up, since it's not up. Right, yet. right. For the next week. Right. Because I have the authority to make these kind of decisions. Okay. Free shipping on everything in the store. Ooh. So if you've been on the fence, and you've been, you've been looking at something mm. mean, like, ah, but that shipping is a little high. Mm. Now that shipping is zero. Ooh. We're going to eat that. Talk that talk. We're going to eat that. Because, and we also at 832, so we celebrate. Facts. This is a celebration. Facts. We celebrate small victories. Y'all think we be bullshit. <laughs> Urban excellence. You read the tease. Yeah. <laughs> Urban excellence. We ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we are not out here playing. And again, we want to thank everybody for showing up, showing that love. Facts. And we in the building. Let's, let's, uh. Let's set this thing off. Let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, the the early the the overwhelming news this week has been in the sports pop culture world has been Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, um, wide receiver, former wide receiver of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he forced his way out of out of Pittsburgh uh, this offseason mm-hmm. and got to Oakland, where they paid him a, a lot of money. Yes. And then uh, once Hard Knocks started, a lot of stuff started coming out the way he was acting there. Uh, he got frostbite on his feet from doing some cryo chamber therapy. Some, some stuff th- he did in his own. On his own. Yeah, yeah on yeah, his own. Yeah. 
Um, and then he started complaining about the actual helmet that he was using. Um, he didn't want to use the new helmets that the league had mandated. He wanted to use his old drink that he's been using. He caused a big fuss. He caused he he went to all the way to the league offices with it twice. He lost the first one, went again, still lost that one. Then um, he got into a, he got into a, uh, he, he didn't show up for a mandatory walk me- through, walk through meeting walk through and, and a practice. And then he got fined. That's what it was. He got fined. Put up the fine on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then um, got into it with his GM, his general manager. Call him a cracker. Called him a cracker. Allegedly, allegedly, them crackers. But uh, then he so every after after that, um, it was news. News came down that Oakland was planning on cutting him and planning on avoiding the thirty million dollars that he had coming to him. So then at first, when I heard that, I was just like, oh damn, that's crazy. But then I was like, oh, they're not going to cut him because they said they planning on cutting him. If they was real about it, they would have just did it. Right, right. So I was like, ah, they just going to blow that over. Then he apologized. It came out that he apologized. Heartfelt. He said he cried. Passive aggressive. That's some passive aggressive shit. Yeah. It is. Yep. They said, um, you know, it was really emotional. He cried or whatever. And then um, apparently they were still going to find him like mm. $200,000 at that point. Mm-hmm. And then he said, no, nah, I'm good. Cut me, like release me, put up another Instagram post. And then he put up an Instagram post. Um, he he has this thing with social media. Yes, yes. And and, and recording his coaches without their consent. You yes. Know what I'm so then he winds up getting cut, and he winds up getting picked up by the Patriots. Yes. Who don't need him. Yes. So, and in the midst of all of that, so everybody thought that was the news. Then in the midst of all of that, he got uh, accused of sexual assault and rape. Yes. Ill. That's a lot to unpack. Yes. Let 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 me know when it's when it's, no, when go it's go my go time. Go okay. I'm just, I lazy I lazy out for you to play it out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how that's how that works. Play it out. First of all, I think the people behind the rape allegations, and I'm getting ready to reach, pull off this shoulder here because I ain't pulled it out in a while. I think the Raiders were behind that. Ooh. I think the Los Angeles Raiders felt embarrassed. Okay. Felt that he played them that he never intended to play there. Ever. Okay. He wanted to go to the Patriots from the beginning. The Patriots offered a first-round draft pick mm. and some other things. Pittsburgh said, we're not going to send him... To a competitor. To a competitor. Right. So, obviously, they said, let's screw him over and let's send him to the Raiders. Gotcha. So, he gets to the Raiders, as you said, cryo-chromed his feet up. He showed up in a hot air balloon... Right, that for the first practice, that happened. Screwed his feet up, couldn't practice, and went through all of these scenarios. Worked his way out of there to wind up where he wanted to be in the first place. Now that that that's a stretch, but I also think the Patriots did the same exact thing to the Kansas City Chiefs last year with oh, Kareem Hunt. With Kareem Hunt, yeah. I felt the only team that could beat the Patriots hmm. was the Kansas with Kareem Hunt was the Kansas City Chiefs, and then all of a sudden, a tape surfaces. Send a show. Appreciate the donation. Appreciate it. A tape surfaces, right, mm-hmm. of uh, Kareem Hunt threatening his wife, whatever the case may be, gets him out of the way. Y'all faced him in the championship game. It's easy breezy. To reiterate that point, or to even further, you get to the Super Bowl, and there is the only other running back who can beat y'all, which is Girly, and he all of a sudden comes down with arthritis in his knees, and he don't play, and y'all win 
10-3 or something crazy. Now, y'all might say, and that's a reach, every team has a dark aspect to it mm -hmm. where you make us look crazy in the public eye, we can pay this girl because obviously I saw this girl laying up with him in the bed. Yeah, go ahead. And if that's rape, then I done raped a lot of hoes. So th this is this is what happened. Oh gosh. No, okay, no. Let's let's get serious. Let's uh, let, let's let's let's. So get the story okay. is that uh, this woman accused him of sexual assault and rape on three separate occasions. Right. She was supposedly his uh, his personal trainer. Personal She's trainer. A gymnast. So apparently, the first time he forced herself, he forced himself on her and kissed her. Right. Second time, apparently, he masturbated on her back while she was watching church videos. Ooh, ooh, that's gotta be. Cute. And then the third time, he actually raped her. So, this just might just be my ignorance, and I, and I apologize if I offend anybody or, or Fred. Right, right. But when I hear about a, one person sexually assaulting the same person multiple times on separate occasions. I, I don't. I automatically turn a side eye to the. But to that's the a slippery slope. It is. It's a very slippery. It's a slope. very slippery slope because what we define as rape. Right. Because a lot of friends rape friends. Like you could be out with, meaning a lot of women say, I, I, I respected him and it was no big deal, but we got into a situation and he forced himself on me. Right. And I couldn't say no. So there are very subtleties. Got it. Got it. To that situation, so I understand right. That's, it, what it just, you're saying immediately. Just kind of right. Like, uh. But when I saw him or her lay up in the bed with him recently on yeah. on uh mm -hmm. on Twitter, it was, on it was, Twitter, and, and and she like ah, and this and that, it brings me, it makes me question. Well, you don't know when those videos were taken, and, and that's gonna be her defense. True. It's, and, and she doesn't have a criminal case against him. She has a civil case. She has so a she's civil case. To get money so she's trying him. to get money. And I'm hearing, I just saw something pop up on your screen that says uh, Pennsylvania is not even going to bring, they're not even investigating they're not gonna, this Yeah, shit. they're not investigating. Yeah. So it's not even an investigation. So because of the nature of what we're in right now, yeah. this Me Too movement, everything has to be taken serious. But she did not look like a rape victim and... And let me say this in all fairness, what does a rape victim look like? Yeah. I don't mean that in the sense of rape is clearly definitive. But watching her actions, and we don't know when the tape, again, that could have been early. <clears throat> Some emails leaked, apparently. I don't know if that was him, because like, it, it seemed like way too like convenient. convenient like, for ah, these, but him. see, this is what I'm saying. Every team knows... Teams know what their players do. Well, no, apparently, because I was listening to Charlemagne, his podcast earlier, and he said that um, everybody kind of knew about this for, for a couple weeks now, and ah. they knew it was coming down the pike for a couple weeks. They said the Raiders definitely knew about it. So the Raiders knew about it, too, so they may have uh, waited until his uh, press release with the, Ra with the uh, Patriots to make sure that that leaked, is what I was basically mm. trying to say. You can't put it past them because... They got left holding the bag, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where they ran him through, took a chance on him, gave him money, put him through the TV show, uh, thought he was going to be a big attraction when they get to Vegas yep. next year, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. He had no intentions of being there in the first place. He did the, I'm not going to be here. Magic I'm not going to be the Magic Johnson thing. I'm not going to be here. Yeah. So what happens is when we talk about this uh, specific rape situation, yeah. we have to kind of... Let all of the details come out because 
not to offend. You know, we get up here and we have a good time. Not to offend because, like we said, we don't know when yeah. uh, those videos of her laughing mm-hmm. with him were because he can't use that as a rock-solid defense because that could have been years ago. Right. And lately, since he did that, now there's been distance between them. We don't know all of the details, but the timing of it Very is what raised yeah. eyebrows to me. And the fact that she doesn't want criminal charges, she just wants to get paid. Because if you violated me, I want to go for the I full. Think, I think the if, if that was young. the case, if you want the money, I, I think you should always do criminal then civil first. Absolutely, That's get the criminal. Do. That's what people do. Solidify that to prove yeah. that there was a criminal situation yeah. here, and then go for. The uh, civil. civil, don't just jump to the civil because then it makes people question you just, you know, how deep, you know, this situation is. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. But I would not put it past that the Raiders were fully involved with leaking the story to make the Patriots because come on, the Patriots, they don't have a murderer. Oh, uh, they don't deflate it. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, he was a full fledged. He was brother. a full fledged killer. Grown ass blood. Grown ass blood. Right? <laughs> they done deflated footballs. Yeah. They done secretly filmed people. Uh, and didn't Robert Kraft uh, get caught in the in the boom boom room? Right, right. some? They they, they, they they crazy over there. Yeah. The Patriots. So that was just something else that added to that specific story. That I would not be surprised if the Raiders were involved because at the minute Kareem Hunt <clears throat> uh, got out at last year, I, me and Eli said that sounded like the Patriots. Yeah, as, I, as I, weird I as so we too. was like, that should sound like some shit the Patriots yeah, so doing to ensure that they're gonna win because they are cheaters. <laughs> you are tuned into <laughs> yeah. the sounds. They're not of Urban X. No, they're cheaters. They're gonna win another Super Bowl this year. Yeah, but they're cheaters. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah. They were up. They Ma- were down 28 to 3 in a goddamn And they cheated. Super. Y'all watched and it. How did they cheat? They cheated. How did they cheat? Because the league, come on, man. You watched it with me. I watched it and was like, this is all fixed. Oh, now it's fixed. It's all fixed. All of these games are fixed. Yeah, yeah. And that was fixed. But shout out to the Patriots fans out there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so. Want to talk uh, Malik Yoba on the Breakfast Club? Sure, let's get into that. Let's get into it. So, uh, Malik Yoba was on The Breakfast Club with three other people. Yeah. Uh, two trans women and a gay a gay man. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names. Okay. And uh, one thing I will say that I left that interview so confused about that movement. Yes. They used so many words. I feel like they just started making up stuff. Like, mm-hmm. And what um, I noticed what was interesting, Malik Yoba said he is... A uh, cisgendered heterosexual man who is only into women. He is not gay. He said he's only into women. Now, this you might say, what? He just said he, last week he said he was into trans women. That's because he sees trans women as women. So in his mind, right. he rationalizes that by saying, that's a woman, I'm not gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then uh, come uh, apparently there's, you know, there's the LBGTQ plus community, but the plus apparently means another I P and an A. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. It's going a lot on. of letters. They got a lot of letters. A lot of letters. I, I, again, on. like like I said, I'm confused. 
Yeah, yeah. Because uh, somebody can be cisgendered, heterosexual, non-binary, intersectional. Right, first binary. of all, I'm not going to allow anybody to refer to me as a cis. Because that sounds like a fucking sore. All right? Now, you the fucking uh, sight for sore eyes. I- I'm not a cis. You got a cis on your face. That's what that means to me, yeah. phonetically. So I'm not going to uh, uh, accept being called a cis. Uh, you know, and it's almost short for sissy. And that I, that I definitely not. Yeah. So, um... Let's unpack this. Mass five twenty eight. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate, Appreciate that. that. Let's unpack this. Right, yeah, it's it's deep. It's deep. This is deep. As you know, I've already, and I gotta hold my book up during this segment. Okay. In urban culture decoded, I think I was one of the first ones in the so-called conscious community to get out in front of this specific subject in a manner that needs to be dealt with. And what I mean by that is this. The gay community, the LGBT, the alphabet soup, they're not going anywhere. So we as a people have to adjust how we deal with this situation. Now there are some of people who have tunnel vision who think it's going somewhere and it's gonna change. It is not. This has become normal, but it is not natural. And I eloquently break this down in my book of what's normal and what's natural. And I've done it on this show before, but for the sake of Malik Yoba, Yoga, what the Yoba, fuck? Yoba, Yoba. Right. You were doing that last week. I was doing that last week. Yeah. Um, Get it together. We're at 832. Yeah, we 832. We, I got to button up. True, yeah, true. Facts. Um, that might drop us down or not, just something. Um, a chicken nugget has become normal for kids. But it ain't, show me the natural part of a fucking chicken, that's a nugget. So I, I, I say all of that to say, we can normalize behavior over the course of X amount of years, but natural has something to do with nature. And it has something, nature has a code written within nature that doesn't need to be explained, it just is. Mm. You know what I mean? The birds fly, they replicate this, that, male, female, penis in the vagina, make another one, bang, 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 the trees, earth, air, fire, water, all of this stuff is encoded in nature. We are the closest people to nature, yes? We don't just chop down trees and kill animals for the sake of this and that. We are in tune with nature. This is the reason black people have been the very last people to accept this behavior. And we're being criminalized for it now. Choke No Joke used the term one time on his show, heterophobia. They call us a a, a homophobic, heterophobic, or something to that effect. Mm. Shout out Choke No Joke. It's like now you're criminalizing me or scrutinizing me for not seeing things the way that you are. You know what I mean? We are the gatekeepers. We are the last stand. Once black people fully accept cis and LBGTQ and we embrace it fully, humanity as you know it will disappear. I'm going to say that again. We are the final stance. We are the last ones. And the reason we're the last to accept it because we know it's not natural. Now, we have normalized a lot of our behaviors because when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. And I'm not going to tell you we are not in a Roman society, but we still hold the codes. 
to everything that is natural about humanity. There is humans and there is mankind. Mankind has a whole different agenda. Mankind encoded is different than ours. And I'm having a serious conversation tonight because what they're doing now is trying to say there's something wrong with me. Mm. There's nothing wrong with me. Nigga, there's something wrong with you. All right? Now, with that being said, I've always said this and I'm going to say it again because I'm very transparent. If you like it, I love it. But do not tell me that there's something wrong with me or I need to treat you special. Nigga, get to the back of the line. You ain't special because you gay mm. or LBGTQZ. You ain't special. We all got issues that we're dealing with. Get to the fuck of the back of the line. I'm not putting out no special treatment because... Uh, you fucking brave. You ain't brave. I'm brave. I wake up every fucking day as a black man and come out into society. That's some brave shit. That shit you doing ain't brave. You get no extra points for that shit. So we have to be very careful. Now, with that being said, right. as a parent, and I had this conversation with Eli and, and Marcus, who was just here not too long ago. Very spirited conversation. And I was saying... If one of my children were gay, and I'm talking to all the parents out there who have gay children, I will never put anything in front of the love of my child. You see what I'm saying? Because as a parent, it is our duty to get our children through anything and everything humanly possible. This parenting shit is not easy. Don't get it twisted. This is some hard shit. You know what I mean? Because every generation... Your children are faced with things that maybe you weren't. And you have to be able to put yourself in a mindset that gets them through that. Doesn't mean I have to agree with his behavior. If one of my sons came home uh, gay, but I'm never, ever going to stop loving my child because then my, my duty as a parent would, would not be in line with who I am. Mm. As a parent... You, you understand yeah, that point? Yeah. You want to chime in? Yeah, no, good guy, guy. Because I wanted to talk about the interview a little bit more. Okay, so I say all of that to say parenting is tough. These children need our support. We can't say that they're sick or going through something and then scrutinize them at the same time. That shit is going on on social media as we speak. You know what I'm saying? People right. are going through things and we're turning... A whole show's in the platform gigging on people Facts. who have psychological issues yeah. that need to be addressed. Yeah. And we patting ourselves on the shoulder like, that's some big shit? Yeah. Come on, we need to check ourselves, right? So, my disposition has always been, because I have gay people in my family, if you like it, I love it, but from a, there are layers to it. So, when we speak about what brings this about, or you trying to... Uh, 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 justify your behavior there's no need there's no justification needed right. I'm good you know what I mean but don't tell me that there's something wrong with me and dude on the breakfast club gonna say some shit like the doctor determines your uh, 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 sex and what if you like yeah and yeah. I was confused mm, yeah, carry yeah, yeah. On, basically, carry on. basically he was trying to make it seem as if um, you only choose what you are based off society standards. Because at one point he said, "How do you know what you like unless you try?" Basically said something like that. And then, which it was another point in the interview which I found fascinating is when um, I think Envy or Charlamagne said, "You know when Malik Yoba came out, he goes, no, no, I didn't come out, I stepped up.' 
Yeah, yeah. So he said, and he kept correcting people when throughout the whole interview. It's like an hour and a half long interview. Anytime somebody said he came out, he goes, "No, I stepped up." So it's it. I took that as him stepping up, meaning it's he knows there's a lot more uh, people in Hollywood that are in what he into oh, what he's facts. into. He, he alluded to that. He alluded to that heavily. He alluded so to that heavy. So to say I'm stepping up is meaning to say I'll be the one, I'll be the first one to just come out and say it. Right, right. And, and my thing for, for the people who are going to tell me that this is natural, then why, why, why is it always done in the dark somewhere? Why for years has it been done and you felt, you don't feel ashamed about things that you do naturally. You breathe and walk. And when I see a young woman, I don't feel I have to. Wait until it's nighttime unless she's ugly. Because we had a 10 o'clock rule in my neighborhood. <laughs> after 10, we didn't care how ugly she was. Niggas is like, yo, it's after 10, my nigga, that's good money. But you know what I mean. So why does it have to come with so much scrutiny behind it? Because you know that there's something not out of pocket with this. You know what I mean? And I'm not one to, again, I'm not knocking what you do, but don't. Make that shit overlap into my reality where now I can't appreciate my reality without feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah, it was like he it wasn't it was like he was on some like especially Malik Yo was on some like yo, y'all like y'all don't know what y'all missing type. That's right. how that's how it felt right? like listening to that. But but again, look at the world he comes from. Yeah. That Hollywood world, we speak about that. You know what I mean? They participate in this all the time. You know what I mean? And we spoke earlier about uh, something, a, a myth called the man's G-spot, which is up in his ass. You know what I mean? And a lot of them uh, justify that. Well, how would you know? You ain't never had your ass G-spot hit. And I never will. If that's what it takes to get that done. <laughs> See, your 33 vertebrae, when you're meditating, align with the earth, that when you sit in the lotus position, that first vertebrae, is the ground vertebrae that connects to the earth that allows you to suck the electromagnetic energy from the earth so during your meditations you may be in tune and tap in and take that shit up to the 33 vertebrae and pow! Experience some shit you ain't never experienced before. You can also experience it through heterosexual sex. You know what I mean? Raising the kundalini energy. Right? Now, Having somebody put a butt plug in your ass may be a hack. You know what I mean? That gets you a sensation. And we have to have these conversations because there'll be those who, who, you know, and and see, again, occult realm, that's an occult thing, too. Going through those mystery systems, a lot of them schools where they just want to hack in and go straight to and open up a, a, a alternative vortex so you don't get the illuminated energy that maybe connects you to the all-knowing, the omnipresent. You may tap in to fucking Alistair Crawley. Who the fuck knows what you're going to tap into once the hack and the energy moves at a certain pace up your fucking vertebrae. All right? I don't want to get all technical and shit, yeah. but I'm simply saying... So there are those that uncovers that layer of it. Mm. Those who want to justify it during that, you know, situation, and you know, it, it's it's a it's a it's, it's a, a lot to it's, un- it's uncover. It's a very it's a lot to you have to unpack. But um, the only argument I have, right, is when you break it down at its most mundane, foundational level. Yes, 
it's not natural. It's not natural. It's not. It's normal. But right. It is normal. Normal based on societies, you, you see, know, you acceptance. See, you see gay people everywhere. You see trans people everywhere. It's absolutely it's normal to see. And, and those who can't make the jump, meaning those who can't uh, place themselves in the mindset that they're swift and changeable, they get left behind. Right. So you got to understand we're moving in a paradigm that we're going to have to accept, including Bill, we'll talk Bill Burr, robots, androids, artificial intelligence, all of these things are a part and will be a part you, of our reality. You kind of, it's also like you're kind of playing yourself if you feel like, if, if, you, if you're like at this point homophobic, homophobic and not... You're not that you're scared, but you have a problem with this. You're kind of playing yourself because it's here. Be, which means that you are, 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 are not ready to deal with the reality of the world that we live in. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't play yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've never been one to act like I don't see what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Right? But I've been one to stand firm on what I feel is mm-hmm. right for me. And I'm not going to have anybody knock me off that square. Ever. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. And now you have and, and, and the Breakfast Club and, and different people want to call Malik Yoba, crusty lip ass, brave. And oh, he's brave. Get the fuck out. I'm brave. Okay? Brave. Stop this stupid shit. So anyway, with right, that he, being said. It's, it, it's almost just like he's trying to like revive his career somehow. It, it could be that. Or like we spoke on last week, some things are coming down the pipe. Yeah. And then I also think what's going on in Hollywood is going to become so common knowledge because he threw Eddie Murphy's name out oh, there. Oh, yeah. He Today, just... he threw somebody else's name. And they said, whoa, 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 Eddie ain't come out. He said, yeah, well, I'm just saying. And, and what he was trying to allude to is this happens more common in Hollywood. And, and that's why the whole I'm stepping up thing yes. takes on another meaning. It takes on a whole different meaning. Yeah. So we got to be on our P's and Q's. Right. And see how this plays out. You know what I mean? But, again, there are a lot of confused children running around. And they're running around for a multitude of reasons. I forget the scientist's name who, uh, who did the experiment on frogs. Um, people in the chat know it's mm. a certain chemical that's found, that he used, that's found in our food that turns people gay. We know soy... Uh, over amount of soy and soy is in everything increases estrogen we know that sperm itself is information so I, I spoke today about all of these gay men when they lay down with a woman in a heterosexual vibration if their essence is that of being gay then the information that they transfer over to those babies puts a hack on them so you do come out with a penis and you may have a, a, a female tendencies right let alone the prison population because I spoke when I was 12 and 13 the prison population wasn't as big as it is now right. so now with so many people turning over in the prison coming home with weird behaviors right I also spoke about the music industry when hip-hop came in Remember, prior to that, there weren't an influx of young teenagers from the hood who were in the music industry per se. You had Motown, you had Stax, you had a few labels, but opening the doors for hip-hop flooded in a lot of young teenagers 
who began to hang out at these elite parties. And these elite parties uh, entail drugs, psychedelics, and weird Jewish men who like weird goddamn things. Mm. You know what I mean? So a lot of people got turned out. I can go on and on and on, let alone pedophiles right. who touch children and their first sexual experience. That's not going. That's not going to be um, normalized, by the way. Uh, I, I think it will be. Mm-hmm. But my point is, listen. Forty states allow you to fuck animals, and that's fine. So I don't see why uh, uh, that pedosexual piece. I think, I think that's... first of all, the pedosexual shit is only. Uh, that's stringent here in America. You can have a nine-year-old wife in another country. True, but I, I think that's the one thing that they're not going to let go. Well, they keep pushing the envelope. Yeah. And they keep testing the waters to say this is a behavior. Yeah, yeah. This is, I long for children. You understand? So this is a weird slippery slope yeah, yeah. that we're starting to go now, and we're going to unpeel a lot of this shit tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just some weird shit going on. So, again, back to my point, we have to protect the babies. I'm talking to the parents who have gay children or queer children. Never stop loving your child. All right? Now, what can you do to help your child get through they have to get through? That's between you and, and, and that particular child. But your love for your child should supersede all other things because you can't say that they have a condition and then abandon them or crucify them for the condition they have. Only black people do that kind of shit. The scientist you were talking about was Tyrone Hayes. Tyrone Hayes. Thank you in the chat. I have a lifeline left. I think I have a 50-50 and some other things going. So with that said, um, do we want to go to commercial? Uh, Oh, you want to talk about Scottie Pippen? Scotty Pippen? Was some shit happened to him? No, the um the doc. Because doesn't oh, uh, it kind of lead... Oh, uh, Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Damn, what you saying about... What you, you just threw some rumors out yeah, there. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> All right, so let's get, the, let's get this Dennis Rodman thing in there because it kind of segues, uh, you know, into... I saw the documentary on Dennis Rodman, 30 for 30 on ESPN. Look, those 30 for 30s be... Yeah, they be lit. Yeah. They really do their research... And now I'm looking at it uh, from a different mindset because we do, you know, many documentaries here. I be watching when they put the sad music mm. in and, you know, when it did my mood change mm. and, you know, angles and shit like that. But I thought it was interesting because I didn't understand Dennis Rodman's full story. Right. And his full story uh, segues, like we said, into what we were speaking about. He was raised by women. His father left early. Right. And he was raised in a household full of women and he felt insecure about himself as a young man based on his looks. How many of us as black men have gone through that? I have it because I'm a fine ass nigga, but some niggas have problems (laughs) and, you know, whatever the case may be. And they used to dress him up as a girl. You know what I mean? Playing, uh, you know, house and all that other kind of stuff. And then the story, I'm just giving you segues of it for those who didn't see it. Um, he 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 he, uh, he started playing ball. Yeah. His mother threw him out. Long story short, he became homeless. So his relationship with his mother became strained because his father wasn't there. Yeah. Now his mother and his mother was basically saying, "Step up, like right. you know, get a job, do some manly shit around here." So he wound up living in his car and uh, 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 you know playing ball at the rec center. Somebody saw him. They offered him a scholarship. Long story short. He goes out to Oklahoma, one of these places, and he uh, um, 
becomes attached to a 12-year-old white boy. Him and this 12-year-old, now he's 22 at the time. Him and this 12-year-old white boy uh, took a liking to each other, to the 12-year-old white boy, brought him home. And he lived with this family, this white racist family. The mother called him a nigga. You know what I mean? Later on when they had an argument, and he claimed he did not see race or understand his place in society. So what are we unpacking here? Young black man whose father left, sitting around with his sister, dressing up, sissified. Mother telling him to man up. She throw him out. So he has beef with his mother. He connects. His saviors become white people. The white coach who, you know what I mean? So all of this shit unpacked in a gumbo, he became a, a weird introvert kind of person to where uh, attention became the dopamine yeah. for him. And when he got to Detroit, of course, he played his ass off. The family in Detroit, Isaiah Thomas and John Sally, and he thought that shit would last forever And Coach John Daly because he had never been that close to men. And his own statement in the documentary was, we were so close, you thought we would have been having sex with each other. I thought that was a weird statement, but <laughs> this is Dennis Rodman we're talking about, right? To the point where when he decided to free himself, he started frequenting gay clubs and transgender clubs. Has he ever, has he ever really like come out? No, he never ever came out. Yeah. Um, to this day, right, right, he right. never came out, but he said this gay community, because they were living such a free lifestyle, he felt that this was a lifestyle where he could be free and be himself, mm. but he was addicted to fame and fortune. Got it. You know what I mean? He even started sleeping with Madonna, and he stopped sleeping with her only when he didn't give her a baby. See, Madonna's a high occultist, and she mm. looked at his energy and said... I can bring Alistair Crowley back to this nigga. You know what I mean? So he didn't give her a baby. She had no use for him at that point because she needed his sperm seed. That's why she looks 45 today. You know what I'm saying? She may be looking a little older now, but for years, no, but for years she looked very young because she understands the star seed and who we are and how to use our energy. But then he started coming out in full drag. You know what I mean? And and then it became very weird. And you know what I mean? And now he's at a very lost place. He didn't know what to do with his own children. He didn't know how to treat his own children. But he, and I'm only bringing up this documentary because he is a snapshot of all of the different levels that a lot of our children go through in our society. And something along that and where where can go wrong along the way. And what can go wrong, wrong. The only thing he didn't say was that somebody touched him. You see, and that's the only thing missing from that story. Grew up around girls, dressed as a girl, sissy. Mommy threw them out. Love-hate relationship with your moms. White people take you in. They become the savior. You become a star. You're giving all your money away because you're looking for acceptance. You become the first goddamn social media before social media. He was bigger than Michael Jordan. People forget that. When he was with the Bulls, he got louder screams because he became like a sideshow act. Don't get me wrong. He was grabbing his rebounds and he played defense, but he became a sideshow. So before there was social media, there was Dennis Rodman, and he made it okay for black men 
to wear dresses. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the first. We know there's RuPaul, there's Flip Wilson, uh, there's a lot of Hollywood actors, but he almost normalized that. So he became the hack between this and social media, mm -hmm. in my humble opinion, with a lot of the weirdo shit, which kind of made, he birthed the whole generation of weirdos, is what I wanted to say. Anything you wanted to add to that? No, story? no, no. That was before my time. But it's before your time. Before my so time. if you haven't seen the documentary and you want to do a psycho analysis on uh you know who he is and other individuals young people you may recognize who are going through a whole bunch of changes of what is normal because what right. the fuck is normal right you know what i mean so that's why i'm always stop saying your children need to do this pay attention fill the voids in their lives with things that you know are entertaining and put your hands on your children not beat their ass put your hands on your children you know what I mean? All the time, keep your hands on your children, stay connected to your children, and you'll know how you can alleviate and what it is you have to do to bring out the best in your children. Now, again, if there's some chemical imbalance that it's nothing you can do about it, you, I don't care how many footballs you buy this little nigga and routes you run with this little nigga, this nigga is skipping around, that's a whole different issue. And you as a parent should not feel Unless you gay and you didn't inform your wife you was gay and the information you transferred into that child because, mm. you know, um, Eli or, or Marcus said, what about Malcolm Magic Johnson's son? And I said, Magic is gay. I don't give a fuck what nobody <laughs> He's bisexual. He transferred that energy into his goddamn child. And but that's just me. Right. So with that being said, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial. We'll break. take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. And we'll be back. Yeah, so we are back. We're back. In the building. And as you can see, we have a, 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 a bottle of champagne out. And I'm going to bear with me. Okay. I want to bring over a birthday cake. Hey. For Malcolm. Hey. You know what I'm saying? We're going to clap that up. Hey. Now, I'm not singing happy birthday to you. Wow. So, wow. No, I'm not going to do that. Wow, okay. So, this is a birthday cake. Hey, I, I didn't expect this. I didn't, I didn't know. Happy I didn't birthday know. to Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, I, I, you know we, we try to bring our, 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 our uh, not followers, the people who rock with us into the show when possible. Appreciate y'all. And uh, you're going to be turning 26. 26. Very proud of you. Clap that up. Thank you. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think you're doing a masterful job at 26 years old. Thank you, man. I think you got your shit together. Oh, you know what man. I mean? I, and um, I, I know the future is bright for you. A lot of great things. I appreciate that, So man. Uh, let, let's uh, pop. Pop some of that. Okay. You know, we, some, we doing big things. Got some Bel Air. Okay. Yeah, get some Bel Air going. Oh, wow. You can tell this is a drinking nigga. This nigga done popping bottles and shit. Yeah, baby. You feel me? Yeah, baby. Yeah. 25 was a rough one. 25, you hear this shit? 25 was a rough one. 25 man. was a rough one. This nigga ain't did no jail time. You know what I'm saying? 25 was ain't a rough got one. no kids. It is rough. You know what I'm saying? See, that, that's the mentality. Let, let's toast that up, man. Toast. All right? Toast. T, thank you. Toast to the world. 
Thank you to the people out there. Oh, so now you got the birthday graphic pulled up. Yeah, yeah, we got all that <laughs> shit popping. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, T, you. put the camera on me and come put that. That's ice cream cake. We might have to put that back in the fridge for a little yeah, bit later. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the birthday wishes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Virgo life out here, man. Out here. Mm. Oh, yeah, that is. That's pretty tasty. So, uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So, I got some news earlier. Okay, okay. That DeRay <laughs> Mackison. DeRay. This is the guy who always wears that. The blue vest. Nasty that ass. Nasty, blue, smelly blue, blue vest. vest. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That he's been wearing since 2014. Yes. When the, when the Ferguson uh, protests were happening after the death of Mike Brown. Right. So his whole shit is this vest. This is vest. Connected. He went to the Oscars in that blue vest. Uh, I wrote an article on an Urban X that I didn't want to see. He Whatever. went to the Oscars. With, with he, a tux and the blue and vest, the blue vest uh, over it. Okay. Nasty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's called clout chasing. Nasty. So he actually uh, wrote an article um, going at uh, Sean King. Sean King is the writer. He was a writer for, I think he was with Daily News. Mm-hmm. And he's an activist. Every time somebody gets killed, he's the first one to share a video. Every time somebody needs a fundraiser, he's the first person to retweet it. Is he black? I don't. It's see, the question here's I the thing. Here's the thing. They, so they, it's a joke. They call him Talcum X. Talcum X. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Thank you guys for the birthday wish. My birthday is Sunday, so... Yeah, birthday is actually Sunday. The 15th, but we don't have a show then. Yeah, we don't have a show then, so we we, we trying, to I'm trying to get that in now. And you can hit his cash app. What's your cash app? Oh, it's on, it's on the screen. Oh, it's on the screen. Urban, Urban X, X or something. Yeah, hit him. Hit him. Yeah, in cash Thank app. you for the people that did send him birthday. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. That. Um, so he wrote an article, like a, basically a dish article on... Uh, it was called like On Sean King. Like basically exposing him because apparently... Uh, there's a lot of criticism of Sean King with a lot of the fundraising he's done. Uh, they say he's not transparent with the monies he's um, accumulated. Okay, okay. Um, is at uh, they, a lot of people catch him in lies because at one minute he'll say they say he he's accumulated uh, this much in donations for this cause, and then uh, months later that's a, it's another it's a it's a higher number. Got you, got you. So they saying like oh 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 oh, you know what I'm saying? What's going on here? And every time people criticize him. He's, you know, he's like they're, they're met with a lot of hostility. He from di- his, from him, from or his, his people, from him, and then he will like uh, put the person's name out there so people can do- they call it doxing. Oh, okay, that's what so, they call it. Yeah, okay. so uh, his followers can get at them, har- harass them as well. Oh, okay, that's the new thing going on. Now. It is. It people is. People sending their followers at Nick, you, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah, to Beyonce. get at you. you know, Beyonce. No, Beyonce. Beyonce doesn't do that, but she don't have to. She do don't that. have to do that at but, the level she's at. Yeah, but Nikki but does it. Other people will start yeah. putting people on you, yeah, and, and, and making you feel bad about that. So, so what's the deal? Are they gonna fight? No. So, <laughs> now he wrote. A, so the art, I read the article, very uh, detailed, very uh, well written. It reminds me of when uh, Michael Eric Dyson uh, wrote a diss article against. Um, uh, race matters. Cornell West. Cornell West. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was something. That was nasty. Like that, that was, was yeah, that, that was, was like eat the takeover in one yeah, like, yeah eloquent yeah. article. But I just thought it was funny how Deray 
the person who is basically making his money off of Mike Brown's death. Yes. And who got ran out of Ferguson, Missouri because the people said he was finessing the people out there. Absolutely. Has the audacity, audacity the litigated audacity to to accuse somebody else of doing the same thing. But that's the world we live in. But you know what he did? You know what he has on his side? The LBG the alphabet crew on his side. Who DeRay? DeRay. Oh, that's right. And what in and what he did in his article was masterfully done is in him himself being gay. He made it seem as if Sean King only attacked black women. So now he got black women on his side, too. Ooh. ooh masterfully done. Masterfully yeah, that was done. masterful. Yeah. That was masterful. So where does this lead us? And like I said, I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with Sean King. So, I've seen I've seen him. I've seen some of crazy? his works. I've always I've looked at him, and he looks like he a don't mixed know, dude. But he don't know who his father is, right? He claims, like, he claims, like, his... The, the the person who who his mother told him was his father is not really his father and is believed to be a black man. That story is way too convenient for me. Mm, way mm. too around the block for me. You know right, what I'm right. So I don't know. I don't know. He kind of kind of got a little nigga in him a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And you know, Dre, he's with Black Lives Matter, and we all know they are frauds. Oh, they're big frauds. They are big. Fraud. Where had they been? Where had they been? Absolutely. Absolutely. All this stuff is happening. But we, we spoke about once you get that bag, right? These activists and reactivists show up, they get that bag, they quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can start your movement. And I wanna I wanna put this point out there because a lot of people will justify people who give money as if they're noble people. Stop associating people who donate money with being good people. Just because you donate money does not make you a good person. Well, Jay-Z donated this amount. What the fuck that got to do with... Yo, Michael, jo- Michael Jordan gave a million dollars to Black Lives Matter and, and the police. And the police. A million dollars. And remember, there's a tax write-off. Remember, most of these people... Now, I'm not suggesting that these people don't have kindness in their heart. Some of them do. But a lot of them understand. That's how you wash and rinse your money and your karma. By making yourself seem noble, by donating certain amount of money to make you seem like you're noble and other than who you are. Stop falling for that. There are some real criminals who donate millions and millions of dollars every year just to walk amongst regular people mm. and act like what they're doing is noble. Come on, guys. Oh, we should know better than that. Who was that? The Harlem Gangster used to give out turkeys and stuff. All of them. All of them. Uh, all of them, all of them. give out turkeys. <laughs> I was offended. You what the fuck you calling me, nigga? A turkey? Like you just gonna hand me a turkey? You sell drugs all year round, and then Thanksgiving you give us turkeys. And yes, Black Lives Matter was funded by George Soros. George Soros bankrupts nations. He bankrupts literal. He literally bankrupts nations. And if I can trace your organization to the very people who are oppressing us, don't talk to me. What the hell? What the hell is that? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And see, this is why I mean by this NFL shit. With Jay-Z and all this. Dude, you sitting down with these people. You know what I mean? And they, they the ones who cutting the checks. And we supposed to be happy about yeah. that. And you see where his money went. You know what I'm saying? That lady, uh, All Lives Matter, cut the dreads on, on those kids yeah. to make it seem like they wanted this done to start a new life. Yeah. And stop all the bullshit. We got to stop this craziness. We got to stop it. Uh, th- these are very trying times, man. Yeah, so you know what's crazy? So, um... Sean King released like his taxes because to, to I guess to prove 
that he's not scamming people, but the panel that was tasked with looking over his taxes were all people he was cool with. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to be the one <laughs> looking over my books, nigga. Now, tell, tell me what you see, nigga. Everything's good. Everything's good. I thought so. I thought so. Everything is gravy here. Yeah, so it's it's a real funny thing when it comes to uh, donations for causes. Well, uh, again, you have Salvation Army, Red Cross, all these organizations in your mind... You think they're over doing Hurricane Dorian, doing great works, and on the surface they are. But the money they're going to take back in their pocket yeah. will be far more than the money they put out. That's the only way they can survive. It's an amazing hustle. It's the only way they, it's the greatest hustle going is to start these not-for-profit organizations and not be transparent and, and, and create these. And build, uh, and build schools. And build schools <laughs> and all that old kind of crazy shit. And the money don't go nowhere. It's the only way they survive. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that in there. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, T. Keller, we talked about AB when the show started, bro. Sorry. Yeah, you're a little late. Yeah, we, so here's the thing. We're starting it. We, we're going to start the hit shot with the the heavy hitting stuff you know, early. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to wait no more. Because, yeah, know, yeah, we got to hit y'all early. We got to hit y'all early because a lot of people's attention span is you know very low. And if you don't, and we only here for an hour, hour and a half. half. You know what I'm We're not trying to do more than that. Yeah, Sometimes, yeah. if it gets funky, we'll do two. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, you know sure. It's one of those nights that pop. Been watching the Wu Tang series. I've been watching the Wu Tang series. Somebody in the chat hit me up and was like, "Yo, God, you gotta check out this Wu Tang." And I gotta admit, the shit was fire. The actors, the, the way they casted the show, uh, getting into the individual stories. Right. I saw a lot of reflection with my own story, and I'll explain that. Ghostface Killer's story is the most intriguing to me because he had to deal with uh, a, a mother who was mentally stressed because she was raising two children with disabilities. Um, I hear it in, in Ghostface's music. Mm. Ghostface music is the most soulful for me uh, because he raised his two, you know, paraplegic, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, brothers. Two of them. Two of them. Not one, Damn. two. And then he was dealing with the mother who was dealing with stress, and then he had to deal with the streets, mm. you know, dealing with trying to put his music out, selling drugs. It, it was a combination of things. And RZA's story, uh, uh, you know, not to give the whole piece away. He kept trying to focus on the music because he saw a bigger picture. Now, flashback to me in the 80s, when crack came through in our neighborhood, there were great opportunities available. Uh, there's a crew called The Family. If you're from the west side of, of the Boogie Down Bronx, University Avenue, you know The Family. They're the ones, to me, the first ones who became the vanguards in my community with the crack uh, oh. situation and took it by the whole... And we're organized and we're making uh, like a lot of bread. Mm. As a matter of fact, I think my man Ty, uh, who was one of the family members, went to buy a helicopter with cash or something. And they was like, yo, my nigga, my what, nigga. What Ty? No, no, no. You don't know oh, this Ty. Like, <laughs> what? So, so what happened was, and I only say that to say this. The music is what kept me and my crew in line. Got it. We had music. While crack and... Some hip-hop legends was in my house. They used my house as a crack 
spot that's a, 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 a urban ghetto story for another day. Some iconic hip hop people, mm. but we weren't dealing. Mm. You know what I mean? But we I had my own crib at 16, so a lot of you know things were happening. But the music is what kept me and my crew focused. So in this story, you're gonna see RZA trying to stay focused, yet the streets is pulling him. You're gonna see a, 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 a ghost face going through his story. ODB's son plays the hell out of ODB. That's, oh, that's his son. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe that's his son. Don't it, quote me. Okay, because I know his son is on uh, Grown Up Hip Hop. Oh, I don't know. But if this kid is not his son, he played the hell out of this uh, this role. Oh. Um, and every character you see forming the characteristics of each particular character. And it's becoming an amazing, amazing story. I now understand... Divine, his old uh, Ariza's older brother's role, and he was the older brother, the the elderman. You know what I mean? That kind of kept them all in line. And when crack came through, opportunity came through. Mm. Opportunity like never before. You know what I mean? And all nine of them are portrayed, or no, no, I think only seven of, seven them, of them. That's what I thought. Or six or seven of them are portrayed in the first four episodes. It's the only episodes I saw. Gotcha. But it was well put together. And I really, really enjoyed it. And if you have Hulu, I'm telling you, go get down with that. Gotcha. Because you're going to learn about one of the most powerful groups in hip-hop. And how young brothers were able to manifest, I call it urban alchemy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Using the environments, the elements of the environments to come together and raise themselves above certain situations. So I definitely thought it was dope. I'm going to check that out. Oh, check that out. Check that out. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Now, I don't know if you heard this. Uh-oh. Gossip. No, no, no. Not gossip. I think it's actually great news. Uh, California passed a bill where UCLA, uh, USC, the, the California schools will allow student athletes to get paid off their likeness. Oh, I think that's dope. Yeah, clap that up. So basically, we're talking about niggas. Yes. Niggas who play basketball and niggas who play football. Yes. So we're the only ones in them video games doing anything. So, because uh, this came across the line while I was in the gym and my friends were talking about this is going to start a, a, a gold rush, a, basically an athlete gold rush. Because now, if you are a high scouted high school ball player, football or basketball player, you're going to want to go to school in Cali. Right. And not only that, other schools, because they become the template. Right. Other, if other schools take on that, now kids won't be so willing to jump straight to the pros. Right. When I can go to college now, right. I can make my money in college because you're making billions off my likeliness yeah. anyway. Yep. Right? And now I won't be so quick so, to, yeah. to, to jump pro. That yeah, might, and, yeah. um, and LeBron is behind that too. Is he? I, I believe I saw him uh, put a vote of confidence out uh, for that. The NCAA, which is, is technically a non-for-profit organization. Organization, ain't that some shit? Yeah, technically not. They were. They urging, bring in billions, but they're not for profit. Yeah, they were urging the they were urging the um uh, the, the California Senate to not pass that bill. Crooks. Yeah. Straight up crooks. Because they want to continue to benefit. Yeah. Off of free labor. Mm-hmm. Side note: LeBron lost the. Uh, trademark for Taco trademark Tuesday. Trademark for Taco Tuesday. As he should. Like, who do you think he... I'm a LeBron yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck he think he is? But, like, who's, who do you think he is? Where he can take a term that's already being used. But every Mexican by the spot. Mexican community. 
Taco Tuesdays. We get two dollar tacos. Yeah, two dollar margaritas. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah, know Taco yeah. Tuesday. We you know didn't Taco Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, nigga. See, see, I didn't know all that until you brought it to my attention. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what a, if he created it, maybe he's coming out with some restaurants called Taco Tuesdays. You said, nigga, that term been around. <laughs> like, I've been getting two dollar tacos me? and margaritas and shit from the Mexicans. Blackheads. So yeah, he can't. Uh, good. Yeah, he can't do that. Yeah, come on. So he lost that battle. But back to the, the the student athletes, I think that is dope, and I can't wait to see what follows suit. Because even now, because like now Duke, you uh, Kentucky, all of the schools, absolutely, they're gonna lose out on those big names. And, and and remember, not only that, they're gonna be forced to comply. Yeah, they Duke have to. is gonna be forced to go. Okay, 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 we give in because you, everybody gonna start going to Cali. Where you mean? So in the video game, when you see me playing, I get money for that. Because look, look at Fab Five. Right. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with Jalen uh, Rose and Chris Webb and them. They were the first ones to come out with them very long shorts, high black socks. And people made a killing off that. And they didn't make a dime. They was going back to their hood, poor and broke. And that's what led Chris Webber to take a few dollars yeah. from a, a booster. And to this day, he's denying that. But we know he yeah. took that money because homie was buying everybody's sneakers in the hood. Yeah. Can I get some more of that champagne? Oh, my, fault, bro. my fault, G. Yeah. Yeah, man. Put some more in my cup. Too. Put a little cup more in your cup, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that's a great thing. Definitely. I think it opens up a segue for what should have been happening. I think it's a sign of the times. Yeah. That young athletes now... Can own their intellectual property, which is what it's really all about. Real quick, a little side note on the um on the baggy shorts thing. Did, have you noticed the shorts are getting higher again? The shorts are getting higher again. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I noticed. They, LeBron shorts are creeping up his ass. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> but yo, it's, they're easier to play in. Yeah, they're easy because they're realizing yeah. that they're easier to play. They're easier to while, play. While Allen Iverson shorts was. Way down. Yeah, easier to play in, like. But they're easier to play. You go to AAU games, everybody's rolling their shorts up. Because they're easier to play in. Everything's so above the knee again. That was a fad that came through. Yeah. And now it's back to what's more easy for me to the flexibility yeah. of the game. Like when I played football in college, our pants stopped above the knee. Gotcha. And then I was like, what the like we have knee pads, like what the and then I played in them. I was, and like, was oh, like, wow, you, you you saw the difference. You could run easier. Yeah, it was crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Malcolm played college ball. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man. He did all that. Listen, man. I have a GED, and you guys still didn't give me my ceremony. I told them. I told them I had a GED, yeah. and they said, "Dad, you ain't got no goddamn GED." I sent for the shit, <laughs> and I got it. And they supposed to sit down and <laughs> give me a graduation. I We're want gonna my do graduation. That. We're gonna do that for you. I want my graduation. We're gonna do that man. for you. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I want my graduation, and I'm gonna be in full gown. With a hat, gonna and y'all gonna be like the, you know, the valedictorian. I'm gonna come through and I'm gonna give a speech, and y'all gonna sit there and listen gonna that. to that speech. You damn right, y'all gonna do that. <laughs> a bet is a bet. You are tuned into the sounds <laughs> of Urban X. So, uh, did you watch uh, Bill Burr's special? I watched Bill Burr's special. I thought Bill Burr's special was hilarious. Ceased away. Thank you for the donation. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. It wasn't as funny as. Uh, Dave Chappelle, but but it, you can't compare the yeah, two at all. This is a white comedian, at all. but he did touch on a lot of things. He touched on the Me Too movement. He touched on some things. My wife has started her own Me Too movement, not to sidetrack. Like you know, for instance, if I fought, that is a natural occurrence. Right. I, I fought it. I had, 
If my wife farts, that is the nastiest shit <laughs> ever. That shit, you need to turn that shit into a burp. Don't just let that shit go. Okay. And she's like, well, if you could do it, I could do it. So she has this whole <laughs> fart rebellion thing going, fart me too. And, you know, no, that shit, you don't know me just yeah. doing that shit. That shit is nasty. So, you know, I say all of that to say, um, you know. No, Bill Burr, that's one, like, literally one of my favorite comedians. Like, you yeah, should yeah, he's definitely check funny. him out. Yeah, very funny. Very funny. And it was, this was the first time um, that he's ever pulled the My Wife is Black. Yes. If you watch all his specials, he talks about his wife, you would never know. And the way he speaks about her voice, you yeah. would think it would be a white lady. You would never know. <laughs> you would you'd think yeah. his wife is white. But he's, it was sexy. Not only is she black, she's sexy. Yeah, she fine. She fine as shit. Fine. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a bold redhead guy. Like, well, that's oxymoron. But um, it was it was uh, such... In the in the vein of Dave Chappelle, it was, like, nuanced, like, well done. Yes. Like, his jokes were, like, crafted well in a way... Well crafted to say, y'all need to calm down with this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's called... Uh, Paper Tigers. Paper Tigers. And, you know, you know how Bill Burr gets down... He don't pull no punches. He went in on, on Stephen Hawkins. Oh. Something awful. The nigga <laughs> no, in the wheelchair. He went on Michelle Obama. He went in on Michelle and Obama. I didn't, see, I didn't see no no think pieces from no... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't see no think pieces from the root, so... Yeah, I, yo, I, son. They must I don't think they've seen it yet. Yo, let me tell you. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff he talked about, sex robots and what the future holds... Listen, it was very well crafted and put together, and I thought it, it, it was perfect timing yeah. after Dave Chappelle's piece mm-hmm. to reiterate. And somebody just mentioned he wrote on the Dave Chappelle show. And he wrote he, on the Dave was, Chappelle he show. He was definitely on some skits. Yes, he was. He yeah. was in some of the skits there yeah. as well. So it was very timely, in my humble opinion, on how he laid that out. So definitely check out Bill Burr's piece on, uh, on how he laid that out, because he did that damn thing. Yeah, that was facts. Yeah, go check that out. I thought it was dope. You are tuned into the sound. We're we going to go to Urban a commercial X. break? Commercial break? Another commercial? Yeah, we go to another commercial. Let's go to commercial break. Another commercial break. Yeah, yeah. Got to pay these bills. Pay these bills. Feel me? Somebody got to pay them. Y'all going to pay them? Somebody got to pay them. I'm saying. No? Still here? Okay. We're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> oh. Show business. Show business. <laughs> And this motherfucking champagne is starting to kick in. Show business. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back in the mix. So, we have an urban excellence story. Urban excellence story. You know, we bring these to you from time to time. Because we don't want y'all to think we ain't paying attention to what's going on in our hood. That is a fact. I don't want y'all to think we up here having a good time. We are. Definitely. But we want to highlight those who are doing amazing things. Definitely. Starting small businesses. And getting their thing popped. Facts, you're going to college. And this is a, a precursor to, um, for all the Urban Excellence stories. If you have an amazing story, if you have a small story, if you want to just share it with us, you can uh, email us at urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. Tell us your story. We'd love to give you a shout-out. We'd love to give you a shout-out on our show. Um, and again, like I said, the small victories, they add up to big victories. Definitely. So don't let nobody tell you, you know, you might just got a new job. And you think that that's insignificant, and it's not. It's significant because you've been working toward that, and it's something you deserve, and it's something we want to talk about. Definitely. And when it comes to uh, when uh, how we think about success, how we think about excellence as a as a you know 
an an idea. If you if we if we were to go by if we were to go by media standards, we would all think that we, we failed. Want, right, right. We would all think that we're failures because and we're we would, not. You all think we want uh, the riches, but some people just want to take care of their families. Some people just want to provide, be there for their. I kids. tell the story all the time when I went into North Carolina to see my mother. And she was working at Kmart at the cash register. Now, for you, that may be nothing. Kmart, cash register. But if you don't know my mother's story, if you don't know her plight, right. if you don't know her journey, right. that Kmart job, she might as well have been on Wall Street. So when I saw it, I applauded it. So don't let nobody define what success is for you. That's that's for you to define Definitely. What, what success is for you. And so we want to just highlight from time to time, individuals who Definitely. we feel show or exemplify what urban success is. Definitely. So even um this week we uh we posted a, a video this week of Kenny Aqua. Yes. His backpack giveaway. He did a backpack giveaway in the hood in the yeah. Bronx. Gave away three hundred and fifty book 350 bags. Three hundred and fifty book bags to kids filled with supplies yep. to get them ready. Now, again, mothers go, whoo, because I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? When you understand right. what it's like growing up in the hood, I didn't have it. Now, young man can come to school with confidence. Right. At least I got my books. I'm ready to, you know, start that. And that means something Facts. when you reach out and touch these young people. So we put that video up, and it only got 675 views, and I'm pissed. But I need, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, Go watch these videos. Definitely, definitely. Because we put them up for a reason. It's only six, like six minutes, eight it's minutes. It's only six to eight minutes. Yeah. Go show support for definitely. the video when you get a chance, and then you'll learn something. You know what I mean? Definitely. Absolutely. So this week's Urban Excellence story yes. goes out to... My niece, Amber. I don't know her last name because I have so many nieces. Uh, she's my niece, niece, niece. You know. You know. You know how that goes. But, but what she did was... She created, after two long years of research in her chemical lab, probably her kitchen, figuring out the perfect formula to create Growth One hair oil. Let's clap that up. Growth in one. Oh, yeah. Growth in one. Growth in one. Formula hair oil. Now, this hair oil, I'm going to tell you about it. You put this in, a little bit of, you know, dabs, mm -hmm. and all your loose ends start to grow in, and this is male and female. See, does it work on facial So, you're trying to grow the Philly beard. I need, I need, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not in your DNA, man. I know. It's not in your I DNA. I blame you. You blame me? Yeah. yeah. Like, I can get all of this. Yeah, it's not in I've your been, DNA, man. I've had nigga. this since 16. You got the French tickler <laughs> going, that's it. Yeah, I can't get this. No, no, you're not going to be uh, one of them, them Philly Muslim niggas. Selling I've been you. in the gym. Like, I'm trying to, I, I got to complete the look. You got to complete the, you know, no, it ain't going to happen for you. Damn. But they do have growth in one. Oh, snap. Plug. Plug. Growth in one. Okay. Could be just the formula you need. Now, I have a bald spot on the top of my head. That my daughter Odyssey just rags me about all the time. Like, damn, nigga, look at your head. I am going to be using this formula and uh, growth in one hair oil. And I'm going to give it some time to see if it can come in there and, 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 and clear up the ball spot. You know, you turn 50 and you get a few ball spots, this and that. And uh, so to my niece, Amber, 
Congrats. Amber Loudon. I think that's what her last name is, Loudon. Um, congrats. Congrats to her. Let's clap that up. Definitely. Now, what's the website? Uh, the website is growthin1llc.com. It's actually in the description below right now. Yeah, growthin1llc.com. Dot com. You can go get a bottle of this. This is not expensive. And she's been working on this for a while. Yes. She didn't want her picture up here. Which is, you know what's crazy? Which is like, it's um, rare, right? So a lot of people, when they have something that they've been working on, or they, they want to put out something, they usually take the short, short route, mm-hmm. try to put it out as soon as they have something but she took two years. Two years, because she wanted to make sure the formula was right. Was right. If you and, and if you look worked. on as the re- uh, on the ingredients, it's uh, you know castor oil, coconut oil, oil, rosemary, a lot of these things. Natural. A lot of these natural things, and uh, that's dope. So I that's really growthin1llc.com. That. Really commend it. The that. description is is below, and we want to shout Amber out because Thanks. entrepreneurial spirit. Is what we're about. Facts. Right? And we're going to use it now. Amber, if this makes me go balder, <laughs> I will be doing an expose <laughs> on your shit now. So you, you better you better hope this shit work. Because if they go, God damn, Doc's going bald at the top of his head. His, his headline is going further back. If, his shit is going further back. You know it was the growth in yeah. one. Nah, but she's been working on this for a while. Dope. I'm proud of her. Her packaging is tight. Mm-hmm. I wish I could show you everything. Her packaging is tight. When you get this in the mail, you're going to be like, this young lady put some time and energy yeah. into this shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, yeah. Facts, facts. Facts. So with that being said, congratulations, Amber. Uh, we're proud of you. And when you have more good news, we'll We have more that. good news. Okay, let it rip. And I said, when you have more good news. Oh, oh, when she has more good yeah, news. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's, just, let's just go to the next thing. Yeah, let's go to the next thing. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, they're releasing, I think this Hasbro. I don't know. If, if, if this is a game company. Releasing a new game called Miss Monopoly. Miss Monopoly. I heard about this. Yes. So, apparently, it's uh, Monopoly, but... The women of the game make more than the men. Then, so if you, if you know uh, when you pass go, you get two hundred dollars. Yes, automatically. Automatically, the get women get two hundred fifty dollars because it's trying to level out the playing field of society and that women make more. But however, like Bill okay. Burr said, okay. <laughs> however, um, a lot of people were quick to point out that uh, white women make more than black men. Uh huh. So. They said how how much and then uh, white women make more than black women. So it's so like, when the black women collect, go past, go. What do they get? What do they get? One hundred eighty dollars. And then somebody said, so do black men start in jail? In black men case? start in jail. These are, these are legitimate these questions. Are, I just thought it was a, a real corny way to try to you know but, get but, but, but social justice points from a game that, company. But like, that's the society we live in, and I bet you they sell a million of those goddamn games. And you're gonna have these women sitting around playing this shit, collecting more money than men, especially white women. Because remember, it's a war going on between white women and white men. Yo, first of all, there and is, Bill Burr, yes, he, he said, listen, he broke it down. He yeah. said, if I'm in the fucking jacuzzi, you in the fucking jacuzzi with me, yeah. white woman. Like, what the fuck are your problems? So if you this, and I, I want to make this clear, 
every single movement, there is a war, internal war between black and white. So, feminism, there is a war between black and white feminism. Yes. Black and white, there's, there's another term called womanism, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the LBGTQ community, there is a clear divide between white and black. But the only problem is when the white sector uses the black sector to attack black society. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? No, no, I do. I do. So that that's where and that's where our beef comes in when we talk about these 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 issues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you vilify us like I saw a prime example, like they were talking about the fifteen percent of men who black men who voted for Trump and somebody said you know if fifteen percent of black men vote for Trump again, he's gonna win. But if you do the math, there's fifteen percent of already minority group Absolutely. that voted for black for for Trump. Absolutely. And I know you're not about to vilify them. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, that, Absolutely. That's not smart. It makes no sense. It makes no, no sense. sense. The numbers don't add up. The numbers don't add up. And seven percent of black women voted for Trump. Yeah. So twelve you, you get what I'm saying? I do. So I do. Yeah. This game is stupid. So 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 look out for the game. Yeah, Miss Monopoly. Even though I like Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, it's caused but, a lot of fights in my family. Yeah, but it, it takes too long to play. I think they came out with Speed Monopoly or, nah, it's or something. Corny, it's corny. It, it just, it's corny. I don't have the patience it's to corny. sit around and... I had the credit card one. Oh, you had that one? Yeah, I had that one. It's a, it takes the same amount of time, though. We we timed it. Oh, you timed it? Yeah, the same, the same amount of time for yeah. some reason, but it yeah. was dope. We were in here playing Trouble last weekend. I, I think I was a winner. I was in here killing. <laughs> I was killing the kids. They, I think they yeah. might have started crying. I don't give a shit. Go cry yeah. to your mother. Shit. I take these video, uh, board games personal and whip your ass. Yeah. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so uh, this beef between Nicki Minaj and DJ Academics. Yeah, I'm hearing there's some things going on on the streets. Uh, uh, fill me in well, apparently she, on all the details. She DM'd him, basically threatened him, saying, like, Yo, my husband want to see you. Uh, you lucky. Uh, you can't... Be- my husband gonna punch you in the jaw. So now she has the thug husband with her. Yeah, I guess she thinks this nigga's Terminator. Yeah, something. she thinks this nigga's Terminator. He's just gonna come around and beat up everybody and, shit and deal with all her issues. But guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, it looks, it really looks like she's unraveling before our eyes. It, it, it is. Let me tell you, when again, when these positions, when you've been put on these pedestals, yeah. right? The same people, the same energy it took you to get there. It's the same energy that can remove you from that whole equation, mm-hmm. right? So we all knew she was a skilled artist, but skilled MCs, female, come a dime a dozen. I can name nine, I can't even say feet, just MCs, because I don't like to mm-hmm. use the term female MCs. You a fucking MC? Right. If you got bars, you got bars, right? Yeah. So they put up on a pedestal, and now they're removing the pedestal, and now she has an issue with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have their new... Cardi B is the new lady that they're pushing. Uh, Rhapsody represents a different energy and vibration when it comes to MCs. Right. Right? She comes from somebody who can actually fucking MC. You know what I mean? So that's a whole different energy with that. But in terms of the narratives being pushed, you know what I'm saying? It's all about Cardi B now. Because Cardi B represents a lot of young girls mm-hmm. and a lot of mentality of a lot of young girls. It used to be Nicki Minaj, but I thought Nicki Minaj got a little phony with it. So, yeah, a little yeah. bit of the Barbie pop stuff yeah. was not realistic. Long story short, now she's trying to double down. She's got a boyfriend. She wants to create a family, and now she wants to bully people 
around that don't really like her. Yeah. And that's not going to work. And you know, which I'm not going to lie. I have my, like, I don't know academics personally, but I have my own little things with him, how he does things. Mm -hmm. But he spoke a lot of truth. And he talked about how he said, yo, if, because he's not in the industry. He kind of is. He's like right on the cusp of the the industry. He has a foot in there. And he's saying like, yo, a lot of the people y'all like are horrible people. Absolutely. The people that you have put your trust into to think are that these not like are amazing that. people are not who you They're think they are. not like that. And we up here been saying that a lot, about a lot of people. And then he talked about, which I thought was dope of him. He talked about how a lot of people are scared of Jay-Z. Are scared of t- yes. A lot of people you respect. And you're just like, yo. You know, you know, I know you know what's going on and you're not saying nothing. And that's my only issue in general. Yeah. So when you follow a leader, this is why I don't follow people. I don't care how important you think you are, because I know at the end of that is a man or a woman. Yeah. And they're dealing with their own shit. Facts. Right. So that doesn't mean I can't learn from you, be inspired by you and take lessons from you. That's something totally different. But I'm not going to put you on a pedestal to say that you are above reproach when it comes to anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you join these organizations and you hear that your leader or the one that you believe was this and that, did some foul shit, touched some kids, whatever the case may be, you have to be able to wash your hands of that and be like, yo, I, I can't deal with that because I'm standing on principle. Mm. So that's why I always say I'm a Jay-Z fan, mm-hmm. not a Jay-Z stand. You know what I mean? I love the music. I love, you know what I'm saying? A black man coming up from Marcy Projects, uh, navigating the system, learning how to beat the system in certain aspects, but I'm not a stand. So right. you're not above me going, wait a minute, wait a minute, nigga. That shit you just did yeah. was a little crazy. You know what I mean? And that's the difference between some of us who see it for what it is and some of us who are going to pussyfoot around. Yo, and... Well, we need to see what he's going to do. That is the ultimate... Oh. Uh, <laughs> that well, is the ultimate excuse. Let's give it some time. We got to give... Yeah, that's no, everybody that saying the same thing. You're afraid to say... Yeah. yeah, that shit is a little twisted. Yeah, everybody's saying the same thing. And we if not, you can't we, say we, that... We haven't seen it yet. We haven't... If you can't say that, then then you you lying to yourself. That means you have, you're into characters. So I was, and that's what I'm not into. I was with, um, my cousin came to my house last weekend. And, and you guys did drugs? No. Malcolm, drugs are not <laughs> no. good for you. No, she had a oh. great point. She said, yo, nobody that has come in contact or did business with Jay-Z has have anything really good to say about him. Now, she t- she, t- she talked about um, not everybody has, you know, that's the big bro because they're either getting paid from him or they need him somehow. Right. But... Prior to that, on his climb, he you know he did a lot of dirt. Well, all you got to do is look at his track record. Yeah, look at his track record of him bouncing around, using certain individuals to ping yeah. pong his way in a position to where he is. Now he's trying to clean some of that up by patching up some old relationships. But you are who you are before you got here. He said that. You can change, but that's just the top layer. Yeah. You are who you are before you got here. He said that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in the grand scheme of things, this is who he is. So when you sit down and do business with him, this is what you have to expect. Facts. And if you expect anything different, then that's on you. That's on you. There's an old saying in, in Texas, they can have it in Tennessee. Fool me once. <laughs> uh, uh, you can't fool me again. So, you know. Speaking of that, this was 9-11. Oh, this week, yes. 
yesterday. that just passed. Yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yeah. Was 9-11, 18 years. Which is crazy because I feel like everybody forgot. Like, it was just kind of another day at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they, they announce all the names on uh, every year. They, they go through yeah. all the names. And I usually don't speak on that day about some of the atrocities that took place behind the scenes because out of respect for the families mm -hmm. who did lose individuals. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my boy Bishmi, who was one of the guards, was lost in that oh. uh, that tragedy. Oh, wow. He called his mother the next day. I need you to process that. After the damn towers fell, he called his mother and he was trapped in the basement. He worked there. Oh. He worked there. He was a comedian called Dogface, for those in the Bronx who know. And rumor has it, he was out of the building. And he went back in to help me because he knew the, the layout of the building because yeah. he was working maintenance then got trapped in the basement. Wow. And he called his mother the next day. She was bugging. Right? So you on TV watching these buildings collapse, your son is in the basement, and there's no way they're going to get to him. So he died a slow death. You know what I mean? So that's why on those days, Damn. I don't really speak much. You know what I mean? But we do understand, you know, what took place tomorrow is Friday the 13th uh, rent our uh, radio tomorrow is actually Tupac's death day the 13th okay and it's uh, Friday the 13th didn't um, he die on 913 I believe yeah he did yeah. he did yeah so we have a lot of energy going on on that day Friday the 13th we think of Jason these are the Jason months that we're in I'd like to thank uh, brother A.A. Rashid for bringing that to my attention uh, the months July August September October November if you take the first letter of each one of those months, they spell out Jason. Mm. So these are the Jason months. So a lot of things, rituals and death, mm. happen during these months, and it may even be uh, 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 brought to a head with, uh, you know what I'm saying, Friday the 13th. And this all kicked off during Leo season in which they released the Lion King. So understand, they do these things uh, while, while, while you think that this shit is haphazardly going on, they're releasing movies and putting energy into the, you know what I'm saying, the mix that have a lot to do with what's going on. Uh, the star Sirius uh, arising during that time. It's a lot going on during uh, the Jason months. So wow. I just wanted to put that that out there. That's, that's what we do. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, if, do you have any questions in the chat before we get out of here? Questions in the chat. We I did. think we had a great... Glitch free show. Yeah, we didn't. Or we like didn't, a glitch. We didn't uh, do the Hulk this week. It was busy. Yeah, right, yeah, we'll get to the Hulk next yeah. week. We had plenty of questions. We got plenty of questions. We mm -hmm. were busy, you know, behind the scenes doing some things. Your birthday is Friday the 13th? Nah, okay. it's, it's, oh, your birthday. No, somebody else's birthday. Don't forget to purchase one of these shows. Yeah, Monica's shorter. Yeah, uh, listen. Go to urban, shopurbanx.com. Free shipping. Free shipping. Now, ain't no free shipping on that book, but the book is still $10. I didn't raise the price back up to twenty. The book is still ten, but I can't fuck give you free shipping on that. We'll go broke. Facts, man. What's up? All right, Friday the thirteenth. Be watchful, of course. Facts. Question: When are you going to take live calls from? The, we're not going to take live calls that's, that's from the, the audience. Is, that's what the chat is for. That's what this chat is for because then the show becomes three hours, and people want to get on here and speak their piece, and I, I really want to stay away from that. Yeah. Like you ever do you watch other YouTube channels and they take live calls and then the person just kind of wants to hear themselves yeah, talk? Yeah, yes, yeah. so I don't want to get into all of that. Yeah, no. A lot of energy tomorrow. Sound was phenomenal. Thank, Thank you. you. 
interview Brother Rizza. Okay, we'll interview Brother Rizza if we have a chance. He's from, he's from Cali, Black right? Black Dot did not win the war. Looking back at the beef with Hove, uh, I, I thought he won... He won the battle. The battle. He lost the war because Jay-Z wound up signing him, him. Yeah. to Def Jam. And you know what I'm saying? So I thought he won the battle but lost the war. When are you going to... Uh, we said that already. Thoughts on Hassan. What are your thoughts on Hassan? It's a sad situation. What are my thoughts on Hassan Campbell? Sad, yeah. Um, my thoughts on Hassan are what they always have been. Leave that black man alone. That black man is using his platform... For good, in my humble opinion, he's using it also as an outlet. It becomes his couch to express how he feels. If you are ridiculing a black man for going through what he's going through, then it's not shame on him. It's actually shame on you, in my humble opinion. So yeah, that's my he's, opinion. Yeah, he's just... That's his therapy. Yeah, I, that's like, his therapy. Like people journal, he gets on live. He gets on live. So I have no issues with that whatsoever because once I establish that he is a victim of a situation, then I treat him as a victim of a situation. Yeah. So nothing he does riles me up. I learn a lot of stuff because sometimes he be dropping some jewels on situations. But if you create a whole show or two or three shows uh, uh, ridiculing him for what he's going through, then it's not a reflection on him. There are people it's really a reflection on you. There are people you. who have whole channels. Dedicated to him. Dedicated to him. Dedicated to like just you know they 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 start channels based on like beef situations you get what I'm saying right Stop. have you been through Juice for Life no we want to go through Juice for Life speak to Styles P when we get a chance and what do you know what's up nice. with Eric Holder I, I I can't really speak on the Eric Holder situation until the time is right facts um, Sat- satanic rituals are starting uh, beat Beetlejuice I don't know. What's up with Brother Oba? I haven't heard from him in a minute, but I'm pretty sure he's on his grind, uh, doing what he do. Get his book, uh, 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 a glass of water and a candle. <laughs> oh, that dude. That's funny. Uh, when will Bambada ever be on trial in, in prison? I, I have no idea. Uh, uh is probably living his best life, oh, no. hoping that the algorithms of what he did have washed away. Well, see... That's the only thing. See, Hassan is making sure it doesn't wash away. No, it, see, when he gets into problems like this, it kind of people just forget why he started the channel in Absolutely. the first place. He started the the channel to bring light to to that, to and that. then when he gets into these other tiffs and All right, absolutely, it's absolutely, not my business, not my business. Absolutely, Malcolm is the book club still alive? So, so what's up with the book platform? So. I don't know if I'm ready to make that announcement yet. Okay, next week, Malcolm will make an announcement. I will make a big announcement. What's up with Dr. Umar? Well, Dr. Umar announced... That he's not opening the school. That he's not opening the school when we said he was. So, you know, it's been pushed back. Because we we said if he was... We would have been out there. Right. High-fiving the kids and stuff, but no. Dad, if you can interview Rakim, I would love to interview Rakim. You kidding me? Somebody need to act Rakim. What up, Def Rocker? Peace to the God. Uh, how do you feel about Lonzo saying future is better than us? Um, future, I think Lonzo is smoking I mean, dope. If he think future is better than Nas, now with that being said, I think you have remember to you got to look account. at generations. Yeah, I think you have to take into account. You got to take into yeah. account generations. This generation rocks with future. So if you think about like the Nas is considered old school, right? And if you think about, um, I'm I'm only privy to like a lot of these legends because of you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if I don't, I don't know if 
Right, right. Absolutely. What I, what I would think hip hop was if but that wasn't the case. But that's my duty. True. So that we can, st- and I'm privy to the young generation. Right. Because of you. It took him to the Carter Four to listen to Lil Wayne. It did. It took me to the Carter Four. I'm Carter not gonna lie. Four. Did you read the Rick Ross book called Hurricane? Hurricane Yet? No, I didn't uh. read it. But we were gonna talk about it in hopes that it will shed light on uh, some things that he's going through in his personal life uh, with weight gain, seizures. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's going through a transformation, and having a near-death experience will do that to you. He had a couple of near-death A couple of near-death. Listen, my own near-death experience, you know, I deal with kidney failure and all of that kind of stuff, changed the vibration of my life. So I am in tune with what he's going through. When you think it might be over, you start living every single moment. You micromanage your life. Everything matters. You know what I mean? So I can respect that. Somebody and, said that Jamaican trip is doing good for you, though. They say you look livelier. Oh, I do. I do. I, I crossed those waters, man. I, I, I shed some things behind the scenes that we know. Right. That I shed some negative vibration. Facts. Uh, you know, negative habits. Just trying to do the damn thing. We spoke about the Malik Yoba interview a while ago, bro. Yeah, uh, you just got here. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah if you just showed up. Uh, yeah, you're a little late. But in the show, yeah, we did that. So um, I think that's that's it. Any any more questions out there? Nah. With that being said, um, oh snap, Epstein's funeral. Nobody. Yeah, uh, Epstein ain't having a funeral. Yeah, because he's in 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 on the island. He's chilling. on his island. Yeah, he's on one of his islands chilling. Ain't no funeral. Yeah. So um, Malcolm need to step his hip hop game. I know my hip hop game. Yeah, but he knows his hip hop based on his his reference points. He's born in '93, so. His first love was Easy E, yeah. which was confused me because yeah. I toured the world dissing Easy E with Tim Dog. So when he told me he loved Easy E, that yeah. was just a little weird my friend, for me. My friend in the sixth grade burned the CD for me, and Boys in the Hood was on it. And I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, and it's all about reference yeah. points. Easy E. Then it was um, I heard uh, it was a Little Wayne mixtape with all the features he was on and then he was on this song called um, I Would Whatever which was on the Biggie duets and um, it was Biggie's verse from uh, I'm Ready to Die mm-hmm. and that was like it was his first verse and that was like one of the greatest verses I had ever heard ever yes and then yes. I went down like the Biggie rabbit hole I was yes. like, you know what I'm saying yes and then um, after that it was big pun rabbit hole because I heard twins and I was like, wait, what? Never listened to none of his father's music, but that's I listened the to point. his music. But that's I had to, I had to take because no, I get it. I get it. Through through these um me going down these rabbit holes, I learned a lot about uh, the beefs and what started what. Remember, I was listening to Easy E, right? And then I heard him. I'm going out all the songs, and I heard him dissing Dre. I'm like, wait, what happened? Right. So then you know what I'm saying? And then I had to, to go back to they had to go to Death Row. I'm like, oh snap, that happened. Oh, Sam, that was all. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. A lot of history lessons here. A lot of history lessons. With that being said, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you for all the birthday love. Thank you and for the And hit Malcolm up in his cash app. That'll be appreciated. At Urban X, this is his birthday. He wants to do drugs. That'd be appreciated. Sunday's my birthday, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Virgo energy. Um, Yeah, Easy E's birthday. He was a Virgo, too. Everybody... Good was a Virgo. I'm just saying. You know Smooth I mean? the Hustler. Yeah, yeah. The Joker movie, we're going to go see on the name that comes out. Yeah, me and Eli said we was going to go. Yeah, yeah. So we, you, we are you coming? If you guys invite me. Right, I mean, we'll, I'm, we'll not a, it, yeah. I'm not a nerd per we'll se, but I think I know we'll think about what's it. going on. They be talking over me and shit. You know, 
You blurred talking <laughs> shit. And uh, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Think about it. So, uh, with that being said, uh, if you again, if you're listening to us on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, because we are eight thirty two right we're now. Eight thirty two. So I'm saying so, in these streets. Um, thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. Uh, don't forget to rate us, uh, comment, like, share, subscribe. Yeah, like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. And thank you. And we out of here. Peace. Happy birthday to Malcolm. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.